When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, crank up the guitars. We're talking Broncos. We need a little energy. It's uh, Broncos Blast up next on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. It's Joe Rolls. Follow him at J-O-R-O underscore NFL. Joe Rowe underscore NFL. Read him at Mile High Report. I'm Michael Clark. Ian St. Clair from Mile High Report is co-hosting today in this segment on Broncos, Broncos Blast. Brought to you by Framed Art. Check him out on Facebook or on Twitter at Framed Art. Um, you know, Mike Shanahan, great ceremony last week on the field. Uh, presented with a special drawing they give to all the Ring of Fame members as they are enshrined. And you guess who framed it? Uh, guess who has framed every single portrait of a Ring of Famer that's hanging at Mile High Stadium uh, in Power Field? Uh, hey, Brian Hart at Framed Art. Brian sits in the owner's box when he goes to games. All the Broncos head down there. Uh, and we had an incredible time. Instead of, Bronco, instead of attending the game last Sunday... Uh, we were hiking with Brian's mom in Frisco, Colorado, up towards 10,000 feet. She's 75, and she sets quite a pace, even with her walking sticks. And uh, Lori and I had a great time up there. All of the Ring of Frame art framed by Brian Hart, framed art, 3065 South Broadway. Good morning, uh, Joe Rolls, and uh, quick one to start off with you. Is it time for the general manager to send a message, or is this all too late? I'm worried that the Broncos are going to struggle to be a six-win team with three winnable games left on the schedule. Yeah, and thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, I think the big thing is, is chasing six wins really worth it when the Broncos roster 
as currently constructed is made up of almost about a third of it is guys on one year contracts. And unless George Payton plans to resign a bunch of them, most of them are going to leave at the end of the year. And these are core players like Von Miller, Kareem Jackson, Melvin Gordon. Um, so you almost have to wonder if what, considering kind of where the Broncos are at, what's ahead of them on the schedule. To me, it almost makes more sense for George Payton to kind of have that hard conversation of, should we be sellers of the trade deadline? Uh, that's November 2nd. And it would be an opportunity for the Broncos to kind of collect draft capital to try and start rebuilding the roster next year. You mentioned the trade deadline. Who are those players that you think should be on the market? Oh, man. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, it kind of comes down to, and again, I, I don't have the answer to this, but it kind of comes down to who George Payton plans to bring back. Um, personally, I hope, you know, obviously Von Miller never wears another jersey. So, like, I hope he's, you know, he's resigned. But guys like Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon is playing out this this contract, and then Javante Williams is going to take his job. So if a team like Baltimore or somebody in the NFC wants to trade for him, the Broncos should be open to doing so. Um, and then I know I just wrote this on Mile High Report today, but the other discussion that I think the Broncos ought to have is Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I personally think he's better than Drew Locke. I think he gives the Broncos offense a competent quarterback, even if he's not always great. Um, and he could serve as a valuable mentor if they do go out and dra draft a rookie next season. But at the same time, if that's not the plan, what what are you doing by starting him other than chasing wins that aren't going to actually help you get better in the long term? And if that's the case and you can trade him for something, and again, I you know no guarantees, but if you can trade him for something, it almost makes more sense to start Drew Locke and see what he has. Um, best case scenario, he plays well. He increases his own trade value for next year. Worst case scenario, he helps you tank out and get a better draft pick. <laughs> we talked with Mark Kisla and Jimmy Armstrong in the last segment, and he, he asked a great question. If all of this is going to play out the way that it is, and a lot of people feel it starts at the top, if George Payton is going to be making all these moves and you have a new owner coming in, is George Payton going to be the one who sticks around and makes these moves when a new owner potentially does come in here and gets approved in March 2022? That's a good question <clears throat> because the thing is, we don't know because um, we don't even know you know who might be that owner, and that's one of the reasons why. And again, I've been you know quote unquote like a Fangio apologist for a while, but it, it goes beyond that to the fact that like if Fangio fails, and clearly right now it looks like he's failing. Uh, the timeline for making moves and rebuilding is really weird because if Fangio fires or if Peyton fires Fangio, the Broncos are going to be hiring a new head coach in January. And then in March, there'd be probably a new owner and who knows if that owner's on board. Now, part of that is Peyton, when he came on last year, he signed a, he got a five-year contract. And part of that was because he wanted the job, the job security of if the new owner comes in and fires him, he's set off financially. Um, but for, in terms of, like, for our purposes, for Broncos country's purposes, that makes things really awkward in terms of, like, when the right, like, what, what the timeline is for the right decisions to be made. But personally, with, with where the Broncos are at right now, and in terms of, like, what the schedule looks like, because they haven't even played the Chiefs yet, haven't played the Chargers yet, still got to play the Raiders again, still have Dallas, still have the Bengals, and the Bengals look pretty decent this year. 
like at three and four with the easiest schedule behind them, things are only going to get harder. And the Broncos are down to undrafted free agents playing at linebacker and on the on the defensive line at edge. And Teddy Bridgewater has been so banged up that the offense is completely inept. So realistically, it's it's time to start looking at the long term. I don't know necessarily if that's what Peyton's going to do. Well, I you know I I agree with you. Uh, Bridgewater is clearly the better quarterback, and uh, frankly, he should be on this team uh, right now, mentoring Justin Fields. There's a there's yeah. the the initial mistake that was made that I think all of us agree, um, and and he would be the quarterback of the future. He's already starting for the Bears uh, and learning on the job. Um, I, I agree also with something you just said. It seems like after a concussion. Uh, and after 17 hits in one game, absorbing all of that, this the Broncos, the state of the Broncos is the state of uh, Teddy Bridgewater since his concussion. This team is staggering. Uh, might that not also be a reason, like you say, well, play Drew Locke, see what you got, to make Javante Williams a workhorse back uh, to make a difference in the run and pass game? Because, uh, yes, there's wear and tear on backs, but we notice in the past – when a, when a one back gets the call repeatedly, eventually he works things to where, if he's capable, and we think Williams is, where he starts breaking bigger and bigger plays, but you can't come in and out and do that. Well, and part of, and I, I've been advocating for Javante Williams to get a bigger, bigger workload since week one, just because he is the more explosive running back, and he is the future of the position. So it makes a lot of sense to give him more carries. Um, and honestly, what's been really bewildering about it is in the Ravens game and in the Steelers game, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon were both quite effective, and Pat Shermer went with the passing game when the Broncos were down to two healthy wide receivers really? that were proven commodities. Yes. So it goes beyond Teddy Bridgewater, the fact that the play calling has been pretty, pretty strange as well. When and if does George Payton make the move to either – get rid of Vic Fangio or Pat Shermer or both? Or does he do it at all? I think things would have to completely fall at the bottom of the Like, I mean, I know it sounds like, you know, it's been happening and it kind of, in a lot of ways it has, I feel like it's been Groundhog's Day for three weeks now. Uh, but I mean, unless Peyton gets the feel that the locker room has kind of turned on Fangio, I don't think he's going to do it because at the end of the day, if he fires Fangio, it kind of like reflects back on him about the fact that he set up this roster. And again, like it's, it's happening anyway, but once he fires a coach, like he's, he's accepting that that's true. And at that point from a, from a PR perspective, then he's the one that's going to have to meet the press and say, yeah, things went to heck and kind of better to continue to kind of chase, chase wins in the short term. Cause at least then they're trying. And at the end of the year, he can just say it wasn't good enough. Hey, Joe, let's tell everybody what they can find that you're working on and uh, apparently wrote earlier today, which we haven't, uh, which I haven't had a chance to read yet being on the air, uh, at Mile High Report. So I wrote, I wrote a piece this morning about three moves that the Broncos should make, um, and it is over at Mile High Report. Otherwise, uh, I have a podcast called Cover 2 Broncos. I talk about the Broncos. It comes out every Thursday. Uh, yeah, those are kind of the big things. And then I'm on Twitter at Joro underscore NFL. Joe, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, and uh, we will read those eagerly. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day, guys. Read and listen. All right, coming up next on Thank You, Joe Rolls, 
from Mile High Report coming up next on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Kelly Lyle of Coloradan.com joins us for Ram Roundup. Wild, unfortunate ending to Colorado State's potential win that resulted in a loss at Utah State last night. We'll get to that next.